All right, we said we would talk about it as soon as there was something to talk about, and now there's officially something to talk about. Let's see where it goes. You are locked on Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Willis, and thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Also, we want to say that today's episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up for Underdog Fantasy with promo code Locked On and get your first deposit doubled up to 100 bucks. All right, this is where we're at right now. Lane Kiffin was just offered by Ole Miss Ryan Daymonty. Um, I've seen it anywhere from $9 million to nine point five, but we're going to call it Ryan Day money. And obviously, that is an introduction negotiating price. Okay? Now, we're going to go in this with the knowledge also that um, through our sources online that Auburn is preparing somewhere near $12 million in an offer. So, there's some heady moments to come. But, My point is that at the University of Mississippi, that Ole Miss, the poorest or second poorest state in the country, they are so committed to football that they are willing to offer essentially top five money as an introductory negotiating prize for a head football coach. That is absolutely amazing. And whenever you think about it, it's not all that surprising. Because if you think about what Lane Kiffin brings to the table, it's almost silly not to do it. Everywhere he's been has increased enrollment. Kids love him. And Ole Miss as a football team has a chance for back-to-back 10-win seasons during his tenure. So you can see why they would go out on the, let's say, on the ledge and offer him that money. And some people, I think Michael Borky said on Sports Talk, that Ole Miss should consider going into financial irresponsibility to keep him. All of these are things are unbelievably positive. But my main takeaway from this whole thing is that Ole Miss is going to do whatever it can to protect their investment. Now, we're dealing with a situation, like I said, Auburn could drop the Brinks trust. The rumor is making Lane Kiffin the highest paid coach in college football. All of that stuff is possible, and if that happens, you're surprised if he doesn't go. But Ole Miss is giving a total package to where Lane Kiffin has to think about things. You have to think about it. Would he be able to go to Florida on a whim um, when he was at Auburn and the highest paid coach in college football? Would that type of scrutiny be beneficial for his lifestyle that he wants to live? Yeah, Lane Kiffin has a lot of idiosyncrasies, but at Ole Miss, he has basically infinite job security, and there's nothing they can do. And honestly, I will say this. If Keith Carter had not come out with this offer really today or the yesterday, he would have been in a little bit of trouble because the fan base would have revolted because the way this has been all set up is two weeks of basically just holding a hairdryer to your ear with nothing going back the other direction. 
So Ole Miss fans are naturally, let's say, defensive. Because so many times they've been told that, yes, the university is going to fight for what they think and what they want. And at the end of the day, they're like, well, did we even tell our story? And the NCAA um, investigations have put them in a light to where they're just distrusting of the athletic administration. And that is something that has been built up over 40 years at Ole Miss. So for Keith Carter to really set out and do a real offer, a real offer to Lane Kiffin. And if Lane Kiffin gets a better offer and still decides to go to Auburn, I mean, that's okay. At least Keith Carter fought the fight. And Ole Miss fans can basically keep their head held high if they give a really, really good offer. Now, like when you're selling a house and somebody comes in and offers you a certain amount of money and then somebody else comes in and offers you $300,000 more, all of a sudden it doesn't matter if they're comparable as a person because the amount of money is so much. And Auburn being willing to make Lane Kiffin the highest paid coach in college football, I don't know if that matters which offer Ole Miss is going to be able to make, if that is indeed true. But Keith Carter did exactly what he had to do, and he can honestly do a little bit more. I'm expecting this offer to get up over $10 million um, before it's done. But as a starting point, exactly where it needs to be. Like I said, this is Ryan Day, Ohio State-level money. Lincoln Riley's on that list. The Mel Tucker contract that everybody talks about is on that list. That is higher than um, David Shaw, which actually surprised me that he was on that list. But Kirby Smart, Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban, this is the heady company that Ole Miss is living in right now, that they're deciding to play ball at this level. And this should honestly give the fan base really pause because – it, tells, it says that you can go out and get another guy. If Lane Kiffin decides that they back the Brinks truck up to where it's it's not even a competition and they're offering $12, $13 million a year, you can realize that that kind of money, you can kind of go get who you want to get. Whether it might be somebody like Jeff Trailer at UTSA or even up to somebody like Sonny Dykes at TCU. You do not have to take an assistant. You do not have to go back to the Ole Miss that was the known commodity in the mid-90s. Like I said, in the last 10 years, Ole Miss has completely changed. Completely changed. And other than for hiring the favorite son of Matt Luke, which there are reports out there that they were going to hire Dave Doran from NC State, Ole Miss has been Houston Nutt, Hugh Freeze, potentially Dave Doran, and Lane Kiffin. Four straight sitting head coaches. Like I said, take away the favorite son hire from Matt Luke. You do not need to go back to an assistant should the worst happen. All right. I do appreciate everything um, that Lane has done at Ole Miss. And understand that no matter what happens, you're going to see me move on and turn the page in a hurry. And that is going to piss some people off. But if Lane Kiffin signs an extension, let's go. Egg Bowl, um, Citrus Bowl, let's do it. Recruiting, Transfer Portal, it's all queued up. 
if Lane Kiffin does take that Burks truck and takes that offer, that is going to be, hey, these guys, this guy, this guy, this guy, I've already got a short list in place of people that I would be interested in. So nobody here is going to be caught with their pants down either way. But this shows that Ole Miss is serious, their commitment is real, and this is not the little old Ole Miss of 1995. This is not the little old Ole Miss of the past. This is a new era. Since Hugh Freeze in 2014, Ole Miss has changed. It's a completely different animal than it was. I think Ed Orgeron at Ole Miss made somewhere in the neighborhood of $500,000 or something like that. Lane Kiffin just got offered $9.5 bucks. Ryan Day, the Ohio State University money, to be the head coach at Ole Miss. That, that is pretty cool, honestly. Honestly, today's show is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place to spice up your college football season. And the emphasis is on easy, honestly. Um, you have players like Bo Nix. Um, and you can see I'm Pac-12 heavy at the moment. And that is because I'm, I'm kind of interested in those games, honestly. So you have Bo Nix that I'm thinking is going to go a little bit lower than his number of 264.5 yards. And that is because Bo Nix is kind of going with an injury, I think. So I, I wanted to kind of play the odds there. Great player, kind of having an interesting thing. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, I think he's going to rush for higher than 46.5 yards when he, they play USC. Don't like the USC defense. Caleb Williams, I think they're going to air it out. He's going to go over 325, 22.5. Zach Charbonnet, lower than 127.5 rushing yards. And Jordan Addison, I think he's going to have a long one at some point. And because Caleb Williams breaks that record, Jordan Addison is going to go over or higher than 73.5 rushing yards. It, I mean, it should be really cool to see. Anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is what you do is it's available in over 30 states. You just pick between two and five players across any team, not just the Ole Miss Rebels, and decide if they'll finish higher or lower. It's one of the easiest fantasy games to play out there, and you can win cold, hard cash in a single game. So sign up with promo code Locked On. That's one word. And Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code Locked On. That's one word. Get in on, on the fantasy football action today. All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out the Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. All right. Thank you very much. We, you know, we talk about that offer and everything's going on, and we start to think about the next step of what's going to happen. Now, we think that Auburn is going to make an offer to Lane Kiffin sometime after the Arkansas game and before the Mississippi State game. You may not find out about it, but they'll probably put an offer in his hand by then. They want it to be a situation to where they can potentially announce him 
during the Iron Bowl if he says yes. So if you if you think about the Iron Bowl being the timeline, you can picture how they're going to do this. So I, I mean, sometime after the Arkansas game, they're going to get an offer to Jimmy Sexton. Uh, whether or not you hear about it, I don't know. But as much as they're talking over there, it honestly reminds me of the Nick Saban to Texas stuff a few years ago. Um, I'm sure it will come out because they are talking to everybody at the moment. And just the opposite, Ole Miss is talking to next to nobody. So we'll see exactly how this looks. I mean, Lane Kiffin, Auburn, like I said, they could back up the Brinks truck. I do not think that he would go to Auburn if Auburn was offering $9.5 million a year. If the jobs were exactly at the same place, I do not think he would go to Auburn. Um, just because of the extra stuff besides money he's offered at Ole Miss. But if they back up the Brinks truck and offered a status symbol, make him the number one paid coach in college football, I think he would give up the Alabama job. I think he would move over and, you know, he would say it. It would almost be like if he just left directly over before this contract got signed, it would be almost a double raise from what he was making. And he wasn't making a little bit amount of money. He was making a little over $7 million. So it's almost a double raise. So it's like 35, 40% raise. So you can't really blame somebody for taking this. Like I said, if you're selling your house and the person comes in with a $300,000 offer over market value, you're going to take it. Um, so they want to do it. They want a contract like that, that they can. But we will move on if it does immediately. I mean, there will be no... Um, coping or anything like that to what's next and who is available because this is going to be a tight window search if Lane Kiffin leaves and you need to be able to move quickly and to be nimble and to have ideas that are on the table. Now, the one thing you don't need to do is fall into the trap of 1995 Ole Miss and the way things have always been done. That will get you, honestly, a substandard coach. I think Ole Miss needs to shoot for the fences on this one. They need to do what they can um, can to get a top-level coach, probably from the Pac-12, Big 12, or ACC. Somebody in there. Um, find a sitting head coach, maybe go into the group of five if somebody is warranted. But you're looking at a situation to where you're one of the top teams in the top conference in college football. You need to kind of act like it. I know there's a history and the way things have always been done and these things are certainly easier. That is not the way this needs to be done, period. So understand what you are and where you want to be. That is the first step. And this is only like if Lane Kiffin takes that job. Like I said, Ryan Day type money at the University of Mississippi, that is a huge deal and it needs to be celebrated. You might have people complaining about it because they think that Lane Kiffin deserves $13 million at Ole Miss. No. There is a little bit of financial responsibility, even though the financial irresponsibility case was made on Super Talk Mississippi. So we'll see exactly how this looks. Now, coming up in the next segment, we are going to have Kara McCutcheon. And we are going to talk about this and, you know, it is what it is. But honestly, I 
as this thing evolves, I don't think it is what we thought it would be two weeks ago. I don't think even a self-perception thing is anywhere close to what people said two weeks ago. I think as a self-perception thing, you've got one side that has been ranked for 27 different weeks consecutively in the AP poll, and the other is desperate. And I think they're behaving as such. You have one that's acting like they belong there, and they've been there. And you've got one that is desperate not to become Tennessee in 2007. That's the reality. And whenever I call them desperate, that is not an insult to Auburn. If we would have been desperate in the 70s, maybe the 80s wouldn't have happened and we wouldn't have had these huge rebuilds. So when I call them desperate, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But desperate is going to cause them to pay over the market of what somebody like that needs to be done. You've got national champ winning coaches in like one, two, and three. And if you pay over that, I, I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of asking for it a little bit. And with a Jimbo-type contract on top of everything, ugh, could be a mess. But I'm looking forward to how all of this turns out. I mean, this could be really fun. This could be really interesting. And obviously, coaching searches are great for my business. So, I am all about those as well. So we'll see exactly what happens. If it's, if it's apples to apples, he's not going anywhere. If Auburn backs up the Brinks truck and makes him the highest paid coach in college football, yeah, he could probably go. That is my take. Um, it's always evolving. There is no situation. I always take somebody that has a take and just rigidly sticks by it forever like the people that take the data point and just extend it out um, is pretty full-hearted. So to me, not acknowledging the context of how this could go, it would be irresponsible. So we will see exactly how this goes. I mean, this could be really cool. There's a chance for some really great names. You have a roster that's in good shape and transfers. Just so you know, transfers can't transfer. They've already used their one-time transfer. The big biggest risk if Lane Kiffin takes the Auburn job is Quinshawn Judkins. That's the biggest risk. But it is what it is. Anyway, you remember when winning felt easy? That's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production, what some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? Do you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workout, and get better results at the gym and help you feel and look like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting ingredients like Testofen. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total T boosts free testosterone, that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner, and more energy and drive with more passion too. Your partner will notice the difference. So now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text COLLEGE to 231231. Text NOW and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast and absolutely free. Text COLLEGE to 231 231, that's college to 231-231. Texting enrolls you in reoccurring 
automatic text messages, consent is not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including iTunes and Spotify. So leave a review on iTunes and Spotify. Five-star, you can say whatever you want to say. Just make sure it's a five-star review. I'm here with Kara McCutcheon for her weekly segment. And today, Kara, I had to record my show multiple times because news kept breaking. And we don't really do news, but it affects what we talk about. And Keith Carter with a... Ryan Day size extension for Lane Kiffin that tells me that this situation is real and that Ole Miss is going to actual fight for it. Yeah, you know, we've been hearing it. Um, Let's be honest, the start of the season had some makings. Um, You know, Lane made a lot of the comments about Oxford uh, from the very beginning, how much he loved Oxford, how much, you know, we saw this from the beginning. There was some undertones. We knew some stuff was going on at Auburn to start off the season. So I guess it's starting to play out. Um, And all we can do is hope that, you know, Lane's true to really who Lane is trying to say he is. And, you know, these uh, contract days are enough to keep him here. Yeah, this is completely 100% on Lane at this point. This isn't going to be on Keith Carter. This isn't going to be on Ole Miss. This is going to be a bone lane, and whether or not the rumored $12 million contract that Auburn is looking to line up, if that happens, they back up the Brinks truck, you wish him well on his way, and then you go find the next guy, right? Yeah, I mean, I think in the instance he leaves, um, you know, you have we really have to make sure we're going to make the right hire, right? Like, we need to find the right guy. We need to make sure there's the right person to stay in the program. So, um, you know, you basically have to, and, and I think one thing that's important that people need to understand is we really shouldn't hinge everything on one guy. If you look at mm-hmm. A&M and their model, that's not a successful model. And if that's kind of where Auburn is headed, I don't think they're going to see much different, to be quite honest. So if that's the model they're headed in, like we've seen, the, you've seen what we have in front of us. We've seen Jimbo Fisher with the platform. So yeah, and, and we have a game this weekend, a big game in Arkansas. And, and this is just a shame, and, a, and it really just pisses me off because this takes away from the accomplishment from the kids. And nobody is talking about an Arkansas game with an Ole Miss with a chance for a school record in wins. Nobody's talking about that. Everything's about a Lane Kiffin contract extension. And will Auburn move in? And it is completely taking the spotlight away from the people that actually deserve it, and that's the players. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I think as fans we have to, you know, focus back on the players because, you know, if Lane does go, they're, they're the guys we need to really put our focus on and hope we're going to get the right coach in there um, for those guys, especially those transfers that came with the promise of Lane and um, that won't be able to leave and, you know, are in limbo here and, and their lives are changed around. So they're really going to need us um, and they're going to need um, our support through that. Yeah. And also it should Lane actually leave. Don't forget to sign up for the Grove Collective. That That is going to be a necessary thing with or without Lane Kiffin. Um, so sign up for that as well. Let's talk about the game care. What, in a Fayetteville, what do you see as the key to the game? I, I'm going with the health of KJ. Are you seeing something a little bit different? I do agree with 
to cater to an extent, um, but I also think, you know, Rocket Sanders, we haven't had the best uh, defensive um, stand against um, or the run game. Uh, our tackling's kind of poor, so it's really key to where our defense is and how they stand up. Rocket Sanders is obviously a key role. Um, they're going to be running the ball. It's going to be freezing. Um, you know, and I think also another key is, you know, Jackson Dart in this offense really needs to be prepared because, you know, like I said, it's going to be freezing. They have a good defense um, and they're going to be ready. Uh, they, I believe there's, this game depends on them getting to a bowl. So they're, they're going to be prepared for us. They're going to be ready to go and they're going to want to win this game. Yeah, they have to win one or two. And KJ Jefferson, um, I was told today by um, John Neighbors at Arkansas, he would walk through broken glass to play against Ole Miss, and this is the game he most wants to win up at Arkansas is the Ole Miss game. And that, that makes sense because Matt Luke and those guys didn't recruit him. I think that was the John Rice Plumley class. Um, so what are we missing? In the, what am I missing in this game? What do I need to be paying attention to? Uh, you know, I think the biggest key is um, I hope our guys are ready to go. I hope there's some morale there. Um, I hope they're pumped. I hope, you know, uh, I think it's going to be hard to really have a nice little on, you know, for Jackson Dart to throw some of those balls down uh, field with the weather and the way the weather is going to be, um, you know, so a lot's going to be on Judkins. Uh, I think Zach Evans is, should be cleared is what they're thinking to play. And I think that's crucial, um, you know, is having, it, it's very easy to see with Zach um, how much he helps in that capacity. So putting a lot of the load on, on Quinchon is really crucial that we have Zach there to kind of help take some of that off. We're still going for the school record in rushing yards, and Quinchon Judkins is trying to go for that. Do you think he gets the record against Arkansas, or is it an egg ball type thing? I, I'm going to say egg ball. Okay. I'd love to see him get it in this game, but I, I'm going to probably say uh, it's probably going to be egg ball. Yeah. It, really cool with Quinchon at Ole Miss and everything's going on. He's been a just a unbelievable find. Um, and his performance this year has been outstanding because we all thought it was going to be Zach Evans' team, but here's this true freshman out of Pike Row at Alabama. Lane Kiffin um, recruited him, brought him into Oxford, and all of a sudden he's just kind of taken over and made that game as made that position his own. Yeah, um, he's just very special, and I think a lot of this he's taken on as I, um, you know, I think he had a little bit of chip on his shoulder because both Alabama teams basically just completely disregarded him and basically said he wasn't a caliber SEC running back and really didn't put a lot of effort into him. Um, so I, I really think a lot of that chip on his shoulder has really come through this year of, of him knowing the kind of player he is and what he can do. Yeah, and the amount of disrespect towards um, Quinshawn from Auburn, it's not just the coaching staff. Everybody's going to talk about Brian Harson, but it's the apparatus behind the coaching staff that's still in there. They were still there. They helped make this decision. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, it's going to be a situation where Quinchon, I'm just glad he found a place that he could be happy and um, such as that. So, anyway, this Arkansas game, hopefully he gets the record. This Ole Miss-Arkansas game, what do you have as a prediction for this game? So, I'm actually going uh, pretty close because we do know it's Arkansas. Um, I think we've seen a lot of low scoring, really, throughout this whole season. Plus, it's cool, um, is the weather and everything. So, I'm going to go around 31-27 in that range. Really? I, I, I'm go, I went with like 17-14 to 14 
Oh, so you went even lower. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I went real low. So, but 31-27, it makes sense. This series, it just produces drunk games. So, it makes right. sense. Right. So, anything else that you want to add before we get out of here? No, um, you know, as you can see, I got my Zach Evans jersey. Um, I am a proud member of both NIL Collective, so I just really uh, support and hope everyone else will too. Um, like you said, it's crucial whether Lane stays or not that we really just continue to build there. So, Yeah, outstanding. And thank you very much, Kara. And thank you all for making the Locked On Almost podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with all the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast care. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I, I don't know how we're going to do it next week, but I think we need to do it before the Egg Bowl, right? Yes, we'll make it happen. All right. Take care, Kara. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.